0: everyone, welcome back to another episode of the Retro Gamers Podcast, episode number 287, Larry
1: here, and Anthony (laughs) here,
0: you can't count anymore, can you? No, I can't, I lose track, uh, well we have so many, we have so many episodes, we have so
1: many episodes and we we had to stop counting with our fingers and toes, because that was a long time ago,
0: (laughs) head, shoulders, knees and toes. Uh, yeah, so as we rapidly approach 300, but uh, today um, we're gonna be we're gonna try and keep this one uh, quick. Um, of course, we say that it'll be a three-hour episode.
1: We say that all the time. We do.
0: I want to get uh, the episode though kicked off right off the bat with a couple of cool things. Uh, one of which I saw as an announcement, and one that I actually something I finally got in the mail from Kickstarter.
1: I would like to start with the coolest announcement of all. Oh, go for it. Yes. Um, so, a very special congratulations to one of our. Frequent guests on the podcast, uh, Rich, who uh, has now become a very proud papa for the oh. first time. Yep, he is. Shalom. Uh, he's got himself a little gamer no. to raise. <laughs> oh
0: boy! Remember, now you got to buy in pairs—one for yes. you and one for the kid. One for the, the kid. Remember, to, one for
1: the kid to destroy. The yes.
0: kid will always destroy. I have a yep. set of uh, switch controllers just for my godson and his little brother. Because they destroy things. <laughs> yes, well, that, that's what kids do. You don't remember doing that as a kid, uh, actually? No. Uh, probably because I didn't want anything destroyed. It was all mine. Yeah, no, well, that is true. <laughs> Only child. So, uh, but no, congratulations. Absolutely goes out to the rich family. Um, who. So, you were
1: going to talk about an announcement? No, that's
0: what I'm talking about. about. Yeah, I was going to say, who will probably Mm -hmm. be very excited about this announcement because I think everyone should, only because what it might lead to. So, Mm -hmm. I was watching, I I literally skimmed through the Nintendo Direct Mini that they had, which is all third party publishers, nothing major. Don't worry. I mean, I'm sure there's some major stuff. But the one thing I saw is that they are remaking Pac Man World Repack. Oh. So. Yeah, so Pac-Man World, which is a good game. So okay. who, who, someone called it the, the the Super Mario Brothers Pac-Man game. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> the side
1: the, the scrolling Pac-Man.
0: Well, game. no, that was a right. little more like Super Mario sixty four, kind of sort of. Oh, okay. I
1: yeah, got that mixed the up. one okay. that came
0: out like on, on PlayStation and stuff yes. like that. So they're remaking that. That's coming out later in the year. Uh, nice. Fingers crossed. Then they make they remake Maze Madness, Ms. Pac-Man Maze Madness. Oh, that's a fun
1: game. Oh, yeah. I, I love Ms. Pac-Man. Well again, um, anything Miss Pac Man is going through licensing issues. I right? know,
0: that's what wow. I'm kind of concerned about. So even they just call it Pac Man Maze Madness. Who cares? Or is it or no
1: Pac Mom now? <laughs> yes, Lady Pac. <laughs> Lady, pa-
0: Lady Pac. <laughs> um but um yeah, so I just thought that was really cool because we've been talking about Pac Man Museum and stuff like that. Uh so uh Pac Man Pac Man World Repack is coming out. There you go. And the other thing I want to mention is, for the first time in, uh, how long has the Dreamcast basically been dead? Gone? Yeah, what, uh, 20 2001 years?
1: 2001 or 2002. Yeah, it's about 20 years. About 20 years? Ago. Ago. All right.
0: I finally got my first brand new Dreamcast game in the mail. Um, it's a Kickstarter.
1: Okay. Yep.
0: Yep. Uh, the game's already out on current consoles. It has been for a little while, but just to have it on Dreamcast is awesome. Game called Shadow Gangs, where um, you Ooh, basically nice. are on a war path to fight um, Freddie Mercury. So, <laughs> oh wow, e- <laughs> evil Freddie Mercury, evil Freddie Mercury. He has no eyes. <laughs> Frederick Mercury, <laughs> Frederick,
1: Fred. or no Fred E
0: Mercury. Ooh, I like that. Oh, I like it, folks. There you go. Do it. Um brand new dreamcast game literally i just tried it out right before we started recording it's a well first of all it's a blatant ripoff of shinobi but (laughs) beyond that um it was just i was a little worried that it wouldn't work in my my dreamcast because depending on the model Mm. some will play new games but this one works okay um Amazing, uh, forty-five to maybe minute and a half uh, low time, <laughs> which that
1: that's about that sounds Dreamcast worthy, yes. Which
0: I completely Remember forgot those days? about. No, mm-hmm. I don't because I put the game in and I got through the menu, selected my mm-hmm. character, waiting for the first level to start because it said Stage One. Click, 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 click. Okay, what no, if... it's like you
1: have you have time to get a drink or to the bathroom. I could have done know. my taxes. Could, yeah, there's I plenty forgot. you can do.
0: I was and and I was about to get up and reset the system and then luckily and it sense. went. Uh then got a, got a cool uh thing here signed of course by the guy Craig oh, and stuff nice. like that. Very nice. And a good shot again of Fred E. Mercury.
1: Fred E. Mercury. There so, he is.
0: Uh so yeah, Shadow Gangs again. Check it out. It's on current
1: consoles. So wait, but... so when they're talking about Shadow Gangs is this like a West Side Story gang then that they burst into song and Um you know Fred what? E. Mercury <laughs> just blows your head up by hitting
0: a high note. If it was <laughs> If it wasn't so blatantly Shinobi-like, I can run with that. But okay. I mean, they they just re-mi- they just reskinned Shinobi. They reskinned Shinobi. I think right. so. That's that's how Beyond. I trust. I want to roll with that joke, but this game is so, <laughs> it's so on point. Fair enough. <laughs> but uh, it's pretty cool, and it works with the uh, the VGA okay. and everything like that. So, um, all right, yeah. So very cool. Very Brand beautiful. new game on Kickstarter. Nice. I think I have one more coming in. I don't remember for Dreamcast. I got to double check that one. Okay. So that was basically the quick news on my end. I don't know if you have anything.
1: Um, no, the only uh, the only thing, a uh, couple things that I had, at least going on uh, for me, I did get a notice from Kickstarter for that. Uh, I'm trying to remember the name of the book, the Nintendo book that we ordered.
0: Yes. Game Informers or something
1: like that. Yeah. Game, game Informers. Game Informers. Yes. So uh, they asked for an address update. So apparently I think that thing's finally ready to, Yes, it is ready to I can't wait, yeah. It's ready to ship, which is really cool. Uh so looking forward to getting that. Uh only other news I really have on my end uh still still playing Pac-Man Museum like crazy. Awesome. Um that was I should probably close that. What? <laughs>
0: I was ignoring the ding, but okay.
1: No, I I just muted the ding. No more dings. No more dings. Um yeah, so playing Pac-Man Museum, playing a lot of Pac-Man, just original Pac-Man. Wow, old school. OG Pac-Man. Okay. OG Pac-Man. In fact, when we decide to go back to our contest, um whenever that's going to be, um, I think I know which uh (laughs) which game I'm gonna use next. Ooh,
0: because you know how bad I am at the slow Pac-Man. Okay. I think, Fair I think enough. You
1: might, I think you might need to boat up on this. Uh, I Pac-Man. might,
0: I might have to because you still have the high score on my machine, which I'm not happy about. Well, that's Miss
1: Pac-Man, though. Completely uh, uh, different. Still, still, yeah. nevertheless, and uh, I will hold on to that forever. Awesome. Um, and then uh, the other thing, also, uh, I just started doing. So um, the uh, I don't think I don't know if we talked about it yet, but the new PlayStation. PlayStation. Uh, we talked. We we we, we talked. We talked a little briefly, bit about it. Yeah. But, but you know the the new PlayStation Plus structure is mm-hmm. out officially. Mm-hmm. Um, so, uh, I did order the, what's the top one premium? Uh, sure. Cause it's like essential plus premium. I think, premium. I think
0: it's yeah, premium. I think it's premium.
1: So, um, whatever yeah, so the top I, tier is. Yeah. So I converted mine to the top tier because it was only like 30 bucks to turn. Yeah. It it's not, over. but you
0: must've just renewed. Yeah.
1: No, I, I didn't. But I was just like, is that all you're going to charge me? Fine. I'll do it. Um, <laughs> so, right here, uh, yeah. So I just, I just, uh, upgraded to the top tier, which is cool. And then I went through all of the games and I'm like, okay, well, first, First thing I thought about it was that um, I don't feel an urge to buy anything digitally anymore because odds are it'll show up there eventually.
0: It might, yeah. I mean, it's not as yeah. prolific as Xbox is as far as getting things out day one, yeah. but still you got a lot of stuff up there.
1: Yeah, but um, so I and I so I wound up downloading and started to play a game that I have for my Xbox One. But since my PS5 is hooked up to my TV, I was like, oh, I'll just download it and play it. So I started. Mm-hmm um south park the fractured Butthole. ah the fractured Butthole.
0: nice yes. that'd be the um, second game in the
1: series yes because i played stick of truth on 360 i think. never got into that and i oh, wanted it was to so much fun it was so much <gasps> Don't fun. Get, it's
0: not the south park part it was just the role-playing part of it but, yeah but, oh, you, you, you,
1: you kind of gotta like the role-playing part and you know and um uh, the fractured Butthole plays similarly mm-hmm. um but you know it's superhero themed instead of fantasy theme um Oh yeah, that's great. right. Yeah. yeah, just really great, really fun. What I love about it too is like if you're a South Park fan, it's like you're just playing through a really long South Park episode. It's like an endless it's like a 30 40 hour South Park movie. Oh yeah,
0: Matt Stone it's and Trey great. Parker, I mean they wrote it. Both yeah. games actually. And in fact, I think I, I came across an episode that basically was the stick of truth. Uh, I think they did an, like an episode which then spinned off into the game. Yes, um, they did. Mm-hmm. But uh the Fractured Butthole I want to I definitely want to Give that a whirl. Um, That looked very funny.
1: It's definitely worth playing. I I found myself just laughing hysterically while I'm going through it. And that's that's not something you get when you play a game.
0: No, no, no. And that's what's good about having, you know, the creators of South Park part of the making of the game. You know, it's their fingerprints on it. So that works out tremendously.
1: Yeah, exactly. So, um, yeah, so that I've been really enjoying, which is cool. I cool. think that's really all of my current updates at the moment.
0: I've, uh, what, I I, find, I got, I beat Axiom Verge. Nice. Congrats. Got through that in <laughs> just under 16 hours. Okay. And. Yeah. Um, uh, so a normal person takes eight. Maybe, maybe. Yeah. Because I, there was definitely about a four hour, a couple four hour just More running the around range. the board. Yeah. Oh, my God. Oh, yeah. I don't know why I torture myself. And then I immediately went into Axiom Verge 2. So went right into it, well, which I'm loving right, right now.
1: I was just gonna say, if you if you if you enjoyed the first one, why not? Jump
0: well, what's cool is you can play these two like one has nothing to do with the other, according to the creator of the game. So you can play them out of order. Though okay. I'm starting to see some things that might connect. So, but again, uh, you can okay. still play them in any order. You'll just mm-hmm. see it as you you play. So Fair. that's that's my current obsession right now on the Switch. All
1: right, very cool. Yeah, I was. What was I playing on my Switch the other day? Uh, I tried Pac Man Ninety Nine for the first time. Oh, you did? Um, okay. Yep, and that was a lot of fun. Yep. Um, I came in like thirtieth. All right, fair something enough. Like that, which is cool. Uh, and that was fun. Oh, t- uh, Tetris Effect, I tried for uh, like I haven't I play I haven't played it in a long time. I forgot how cool Tetris Effect was. Yeah, I it's, love the music. The music is great, but like uh, uh, oh, the but, game itself. Yeah, yeah, the game itself is awesome, and playing it in VR is just trippy as hell. It is. I did. It I really think that
0: was the last game I played in VR on the PlayStation, PlayStation yeah, VR. Yeah, it's,
1: it's so much fun. <laughs> but uh yeah so tetris effect was another one i was awesome recently all right cool yeah very so. cool but uh shall we get to the big news yes yeah, so let's get into it. Day. you know all these
0: modern games i mean i mean you know technology cds yeah. digital what
1: what now who needs that stuff when you can go back to good old-fashioned cartridges yes throw it against the wall and it will still play exactly um, but we are, uh, the, basically this episode's focus is a, a very, sp- it's a, it's a big giant retro birthday. It really um, is. Yeah, it, 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 yeah, it is. And, uh, it's a monumental know, one and it is, it's a huge Absolutely. milestone. We posted it on our Facebook page. Yes. We figured, you know, we'd want to spend this episode talking about it, but, um, Atari is celebrating its 50th retro Ooh. birthday, which is huge. Yes. June 27th, 1972. Wow, 72. The founding Who founding of
0: it, Atari. It's hard to think, for us, because we're so close to the yep. 70s, uh, or at least early 70s, um, that there was gaming, home, you know, well, not, not home necessarily, but just gaming in the 70s, because even when I think of the 80s, I still feel like it was so archaic, um, yep. which it was compared to today. But still, man, Atari, basically a lot of our generation's first home consoles.
1: Oh, absolutely. I mean, the Atari Twenty Six Hundred was my first video game console, and man, I play the hell out of that thing.
0: Totally. I want to say the Twenty Six. I don't think it was the Fifty Two. Yeah,
1: it was probably the Twenty Six for me as well. Well, the Twenty Six was uh, the Twenty Six was like the go to for Atari. Oh, one hundred percent. That thing just lasted forever. Um, but uh, yeah, so Atari turned fifty, just so many. I have so many memories associated with it. Um, obviously not starting in 1972 because I, was, <laughs> I wasn't around then. Not yet. But um, but yeah, I just, uh, I remember, I don't remember, like I was maybe like five or six when we got that thing because the 2600 first came out in uh, 1977.
0: Okay. yeah, you know,
1: Atari had released other things, uh, obviously most notable for Pong. Um, that became their uh, big moneymaker to begin with. Oh
0: my God, literally uh, the first arcade game, yeah.
1: Yeah, so, well, no, Space War. Well, the first... Well, first pay. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, um, yeah, Pong was... Uh, interesting thing about Atari, too, is uh, like Nolan Bushnell was the, you know, he's the founder of Atari. Mm-hmm. Founded the company with $250. <laughs> Oh, wow, that's how much, it, yeah. You know, um, fa- yeah, founded the company. That's what it cost him to establish it as a business
0: to basically uh, register, it. yeah, which was still a lot of money back then, but but still not yeah. as much as you thought,
1: yeah. And I think it wound up making like some crazy, like oh, I'm sure like, it did 28 million dollars in like the first year or something oh, like sure that. It it's like did. insane, um, but just really really cool stuff. And then I just thought, um, you know, well, we could talk about our memories with our favorite games and stuff like that. Um, but I did look up a bunch of stuff about Atari that I thought would be cool to know and not the standard like you know the, here's a timeline of events and all this <laughs> stuff but just random things to throw the out there the wood
0: grain finish was made out of an oak and
1: pine mixture actually the wood grain finish is part of this stuff <laughs> oh really oh cool okay yes. <laughs> um, but just like cool things about the Atari for those of you who have never owned or played an original Atari which is now possible yeah. which is app oh, more than possible um, but um, just just uh, some of the things to point out about it game you know first off games came on a cartridge a lot of the a lot of the a lot of the early consoles in the 70s it was just you got a box you hooked it up to your tv and it had the games in it, well, and it most would. yeah and most of the time it was just different variations of pong essentially uh, yeah, they would call it ta- tennis table yep. tennis hockey but it was essentially pong uh with different variations um the atari the atari 2600 came out cartridges. Yes. And again, they, they I think they had done that with the 4 and the 800 as well. They did have a couple of consoles. They
0: did. It certainly wasn't the first one with cartridges, but yeah. as we talked... This,
1: this was the first one that really yes. sold the hell out of cartridges. Yes. um And one of the coolest things about... uh One of the biggest selling points about the 2600 also, it was one of the first consoles where your games had different screens or stages. A lot of yes. games were very flat. It was one thing, and you play it on that screen and that was the end of it. But Atari games like Adventure, you moved your dot to a different screen, you actually went to a different screen. Mm-hmm. It was a totally different stage. Granted, it was, you know, very simplistic, the colors changed, but for that time oh, mind blowing. Absolutely. Mind-blowing. That that
0: weird looking dragon still freaks me out sometimes. I know he really
1: does. He, well, you know, to me, I remember when I used to play the game, I always thought it was a duck because it would go like that it was like this it sideways was, it was just like this it was it oddly spot, shaped it was but like even for the
0: 80s good lord why would you think a
1: giant duck is going to try to attack you in adventure i don't know why i don't know why would you think that looked like a dragon because that's like what i was told <laughs> well somebody told you that i looked at it and i said why why does the duck hate me <laughs> and he and, and you know one of them was brown ducks are brown this is fair so they okay. yes knowledge a uh, yellow I don't know about the yellow duck that's a whole other story <laughs> the yellow dragon um cool thing about Atari games also um and this is something that definitely very 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 rarely happens these days if if at all anymore mm-hmm. um but one person was responsible for making an entire game so it wasn't like so it wasn't like you know oh we have a team of 20 people and we have a composer here and we have graphics people here. It's like, no, one person did it all. Did the graphics, did the gameplay, did the music, all of it.
0: You, you do get a little bit more of that nowadays with, with homebrews, and, homebrews and indie publishers, but you, you see mm-hmm. it. like Trust me, in a, in a, a single person, like I think Axiom Verge was done by one guy. Um, Thomas Happ, I want to say, or Timothy Hap, uh, and same I think with Action Verge too. But yeah, mm-hmm. a lot of times you always hear these stories of of like just one guy being up eighteen hours a day for like six months straight, coding, trying to get a game working. And I mm-hmm. feel like that would be a positive and a negative that we can talk about another time, um, where it's just you, but at the same time it's just you. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, no, a lot of times you got the the, the single public, the single programmer.
1: Yeah, exactly. So yeah, single programmers were responsible for a lot of games. Um another interesting thing, without Atari, we may not have gotten the company that was known as Activision, which I know is going through some problems right now. <laughs> but um, but at least back then, because what happened was um, and this actually ties into the story of Adventure, um, how Adventure contains the first Easter egg. Yes. So the design, the game designer for um Adventure didn't like the fact that he wasn't getting credited for the game. So in the beginning at Atari, game designers didn't get credits uh, for the games that they made. They mm. were just released and that was it until Warren Robinet put his name, or Robinette, I think, uh, put his name in Adventure. And if you found it, it was, you know, that was the first Easter yeah. gaming. So four other game designers at Atari did not like the fact that they weren't getting credited for their games. So they up and left and created their own company and called it activision there you go and that's how we got activision interesting yeah uh another another fun little fact uh with atari um I, w- I was reading something uh in the 70s they had put out an ad for the company saying um uh have fun make money that was literally the ad. it was like have <laughs> fun make money um and and a hippie looking dude showed up at the <laughs> at the um at the office saying you know, I'm responding to the ad. I'm not leaving here until I get a job. Um, and uh, he was very insistent. And then uh, eventually, like, I guess, Nolan Bushnell, or whoever it is, came out and wound up talking to the guy and hiring him. His name was Steve Jobs. Oh, they oh, really? <laughs> yep. I did not. Wow. That yeah. I did not know. Steve Wozniak also worked at Atari. Wow. That's how. That's we, where they met. That's how we got Apple. Mm-hmm. Interesting. So another wow. thing. Without Atari, would we have ever gotten Apple Holy or yeah. the Apple that we know? So yeah, another huh. interesting thing there. Um, let's see. Uh, the name Atari. Do you know how they named the company Atari?
0: I, I feel like I did at one point, but I, I don't know right now. Yeah.
1: So the Japanese version of chess is called Go.
0: Okay. Uh, yes. It definitely does
1: not look like. No. Uh, it doesn't look like chess. But um, the word Atari in the game Go is also known as like Czech. You know, when you check your opponent in chess. Yes. Mm-hmm. That's what Atari means in the Japanese game of Go. Okay. That's where they wound up taking that's how they named their company. Gotcha. Atari. Is that another cool thing?
0: It's almost like Hagen we where like, yes. you know, Hagenda's means nothing. It's gibberish. It's German gibberish. Exactly. But at least this was something, but it's just a
1: this was actually something you just yeah, didn't but it was know. just like
0: pulled out of nowhere, so cool.
1: Yeah. Um The uh, another thing about the Atari when it first came out, it came out in 1977, September 11th, 1977. Oh, okay. Uh, It came out with nine games. Really? That's a lot. For the first two years, it kind of just sold a little bit modestly, did not do that well. Mm -hmm. But then what happened in 1979 was Atari decided we're going to start making video games for it all year round. And once in the beginning. They weren't doing that. Once they decided to do that in 79, um, it became a huge hit, sold over a million units that Christmas alone. So they
0: only like were planning on making games seasonally, basically. Yeah, seasonally, oh,
1: probably aiming at Christmas. Which um, would make sense in itself, but still. Right. So okay. um, once they decided we're just going to keep releasing games all around yeah. the year and the library built, it became a hot commodity they wound up making $200 million the Christmas of 79, which is huge. Yeah. Especially in 1979. Oh, totally. Um, Let's see. What else can I say? Oh, uh, here's a fun little thing. Um, There was this little company that contacted Atari in the 80s, and uh, they wanted uh, to work with Atari to uh, help develop their system. Okay. The the deal wound up falling through, And as a result, this company wound up just releasing the system on their own in the States. <laughs> and what company would that be? Nintendo. Oh, whoa.
0: I didn't realize yeah. Nintendo tried to work with them. Okay. Yeah.
1: It was almost an Atari project. They were That's kind of funny. They approached Atari about releasing the the NES under the Atari brand. Gotcha. Because back then, there were
0: like five different companies producing Ataris.
1: Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So because they were just reaching out to yeah. different companies. Um,
0: it's kind of funny so, how that how that whole thing kind of bit Nintendo in the butt with the PlayStation.
1: Yep. <laughs> it, it, exactly. It's a, it's a cyclical thing, isn't it? Like when <laughs> yeah. a new company a new company. Yeah. When I look for any of the big companies right now, if a company comes to you and says, "Yeah, we have this idea, we'd like to try working with you," with just roll with it. <laughs> Otherwise, you're going to create another company to compete with you. That, that seems to be what just happens.
0: And it costs us more money.
1: Yep. So um, uh, another person that we're connecting to, Atari, which is interesting. We talked about jobs. We talked about, no, not, no, it's not six degrees. No, this is like six <laughs> degrees of like every other company. Um, but uh, in the 80s, Atari actually hired um, hired Bill Gates to program BASIC onto one of their Atari computers. Good Lord. But he kept missing his deadlines. So they fired him. Of course, <laughs> they fired Bill Gates. Of course, they did, and of course he did. <laughs> exactly. Um, How is
0: Atari the nucleus of like this 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 computer boom? You know well, what I Bill mean? Ga- like- well,
1: Bill Gates had already founded Microsoft. He didn't work for oh. Atari. They they contracted oh, they contracted okay. them gotcha. to to put the programming language Basic onto their Atari computers, but. They kept missing deadlines, and they were like, "Nope, never mind, we're out." Missing deadlines. You're fired, Bill Gates. Probably we're gonna throw. You know, Bill Gates. We're gonna, gonna throw your, that. Bill Gates. We're gonna throw your
0: contract out the window. Oh. Hmm. Ooh, window. Goodbye, Atari. Bye.
1: <laughs> Ten years later. <laughs> Here we go. Windows. Okay. Um you had asked you had talked about what uh, the wood paneling, which is interesting. Yes, you, yeah, I
0: the always love Folks, the 70s was all about shared carpet and wood paneling.
1: Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't know why, but it was your walls were wood paneling, your furniture was your, wood paneling, your and yeah, television, yeah, your, your television was incorporated into the furniture. Yes, you couldn't just buy a TV, you bought an uh, an N unit. <laughs> yes, and you had to feel bad for the delivery people because if you had to walk upstairs with your, your television then. Oh man, that was just like a ma- that was like a major, major thing. Um, so the wood paneling on the Atari was created that way because of all of the wood paneling furniture and stuff totally in the, in people's homes in the seventies. So totally that's just the reason sense. why it looks like that.
0: And that's why I love because with the which I'll talk about later more a little more uh, with the mm-hmm. Atari VCS when I when I uh, jumped on it, like I had to get that that wood paneling version. Like there was yeah. no other. All oh, of course. this black onyx or galaxy mm-hmm. purple or whatever. Give me wood paneling.
1: Yep. No, And I agree with that. And then also just so you know, the cartridges, the reason why they're the shape they are, because they were mimicking eight track tapes.
0: Ooh, that's a good one. I never even thought of that.
1: Yeah. And of course we all know what happened to eight track.
0: <laughs> yes, we do. I don't think I've ever seen an actual eight track in a car played.
1: Yep. Um. Here's an <laughs> this huh. one, This one oh, I okay. this one I absolutely love. Um. Uh. Nolan Bushnell. Um. After when the company started to make its money, right? What he wound up doing is he decided to after he I think he sold Atari. Okay. Um. Oh no no I'm sorry. Let me just read that. He had an idea to make Atari to make Atari even more money. Instead of selling games, his games to arcades, he thought he would build arcades around another company.
0: I think I know where this is going. So he
1: can make all the profit. So he took, he bought a pizza time restaurant and turned it into Chuck E. Cheese. Chuck E. Cheese. I love that story. It's just
0: awesome. I mean, Chuck E. Cheese was the greatest place on earth growing no, up. And,
1: and he gave birth to one of the creepiest mascots Aww. ever made. Chuck e. Cheese Chuck e. Cheese is creepy. He's just he, creepy.
0: He almost knocked me out with that with that porcelain nose of his one time yes. with the Chuck E. Cheese over by Caesars Bay. I just turned around and went just right into that nose. I was like, mm-hmm. whoa okay <laughs> let me go to the bullpen <laughs> and then oh, throw up. <laughs> just a, just an awesome thing there hey not for nothing but that that you know like cracker thin pizza like like a wafer thin pizza. oh awful i was no i was gonna say like this some, sometimes something's like so bad it's good i'm not saying it's the best pizza of all time
1: yep. but there was something about it i'll, th- I'll tell you something about that cracker thin pizza <laughs> um i have a friend who lives in st louis and when i went to visit him he's like oh we're going to order you know let's order pizza okay great pizza shows up it was literally that pizza like that pizza I'm is sold for no no that pe- that's a style no. of pizza sold in our country and it's no, terrible it's
0: no terrible. no, no yeah, i mean look we're from new york so we know what pizza is all about don't get me yeah. wrong but i'm just saying like it was almost like elio's like you know yes. elio's is good and no um, elio's
1: was better <laughs> Like yeah. let's 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 just call it out right now. Helios <laughs> was, really was better than that garbage. Damn, okay? I want just, now. Just put it out there. Um <laughs> a few other things about the Atari. Um, Atari uh, actually had the first game with speech in it. Oh, okay. Yep. It, uh, granted, it was very rudimentary, mm-hmm. but the game was called Quadrum. Okay. Um the voice synthesis only had a few seconds of dialogue, but um it's that, uh, it worked. It was, yeah, it worked. It was in 1983. Cool. Uh, so first game with, uh, first game with speech. For, I said before, first multi game console, mm-hmm, um, with all the cartridges, um, first multiplayer console with the two controllers.
0: Pong okay. and everything
1: was automatically built to be a two. I know, I know game. what you're talking about now, like yeah.
0: detachable controllers. Yes. I was gonna say, like, with, like, with the, with the, with the F channel but I think those were hardwired in, so I think you were kind of stuck with
1: exactly. those. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, let's see. They were the first system to have arcade ports. Hmm. Um, oh, Ar- interesting. Well, all right, hold on. Let's
0: let's use that term very loosely. Well, we're, not talking, about,
1: we're, not, we're not talking about Pac-Man. <laughs> oh. Or any other game. <laughs> um, also, the Atari was never patented.
0: That's why you had 12 a, different a companies making of, Ataris.
1: Yeah, yep, a million of them. Uh, they were responsible for the... You know they were one of the main responsible people for the great crash of '83. Oh my god! The great I, crash I th- of '83.
0: I blame them wholeheartedly. Yep. We can.
1: <laughs> uh, we can. Um, yep. We can blame ET for that. Oh. And we can personally, we can partially blame Steven Spielberg. Um, <laughs> Poor Steven Spielberg. Well, no. Apparently, Steven Spielberg he personally did, yes. picked the designer for the ET game. So. And, they're like, and, and they like it for gave, Christmas. Yeah, they only gave him five weeks. Yeah, me. honestly. So, And if you want to know how bad the E.T. game is, people who are listening or watching, just look up E.T. Atari 2600 on YouTube. The game not only is terrible in terms of gameplay and everything, but you can beat the game in 40 seconds.
0: Apparently you could, yeah.
1: Yeah. There are videos out there of people beating the game in under a minute. So imagine paying $50 or $60. For a game that can be done in 40 seconds.
0: My parents paid that much money for me to have that game. And all I did was like, oh, look, I could stretch his neck. That's Mm -hmm. all I can do. That that, that was the most. But
1: uh, that was it. That was the. uh, You should. Um, So a bunch of fun stuff about the Atari. Last thing I wanted to talk about with them. uh, Top 10 selling games on the Atari. This is interesting. Okay. Yeah, because you'll find some really well-known ones. Again, some are arcade ports. And some of them are actually semi-decent arcade ports too
0: oh no i can definitely off the top of my head i can think of a few that i actually prefer Mm -hmm. um the 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 2600 version as opposed to almost anything else
1: yeah so um yeah so the top 10 best-selling atari and again we're we're sticking with atari 2600 since that was the real system Mm -hmm. oh one other one other fun fact about the atari 2600 came out september 11 1977. They did not stop making that console until 1991, marking the longest period of time a console has been made. 14 years. They were making that console for 14 years. When did they redesign it? I I think they did redesign it a
0: couple times. I don't remember anything. Because
1: even after they came out with the 5200, the Mm -hmm. 7800, I believe, they kept making 2600s because of the library that they had.
0: The library was tremendous. I'm I'm yep. slowly building it now.
1: Yeah, but yeah, fourteen years that wow. console lasted uh, before they stopped creating more. All right, top ten games. Number Let's ten, Dig Dug.
0: God, One, I hate Dig Dug.
1: One point six four million units. I love Dig Dug. Dig that was fun.
0: <laughs> but that's we a lot of did. units, though. So. That is a lot of units. Because again, you got to remember, but just real put in perspective, yep. late seventies, early eighties. We'll stretch it into the mid '80s. You know, mm-hmm. uh, not everyone is playing video games. You know what I mean? Not everyone could afford it, so it's been a little, a little of a niche situation. So, mm-hmm. uh, but that's still a, a high quality number.
1: Yeah, definitely. A high, yeah, it's, a, a, yeah, for the time, no question. Absolutely. Uh, number nine, uh, edging it out, one point six five million, <laughs> goes to Ms. Pac-Man.
0: Really? I would have. I, I n- not because I love it. I would have thought that was higher on the list.
1: Well, Miss Pac-Man definitely improved on Pac-Man. Totally uh, on the Atari by like a lot. Yeah. Um, but again, but you gotta you gotta think at the time and when it came out.
0: And also, to be fair, we've talked about this in the past. A lot of times, the box sold the game uh-huh. and the box art, and no one knew what they were getting until they put the game in. So a lot sure. of the, I have a feeling, a lot of the higher end games. People might have been hoodwinked into.
1: Yeah, because <laughs> the really cool artwork. Exactly. The, the artwork did sell a lot. Yeah.
0: Just imagine what the artwork's gonna look like as yep. we get higher.
1: Um ET, uh number eight, of course. 1.97 million. And the reason why it's worth pointing out that this is only number eight. Because they made something like 6 or 7 or 8 million units overall. Ridiculous number. They made like an insane number expecting them to sell out. They made more cartridges than consoles on the market. That is phenomenal. Which made no sense whatsoever. Phenomenal. Again, one of the main reasons why the video game industry crashed.
0: (laughs) And why there was a giant pit full of them in New Mexico.
1: Yes, exactly. And that was a great documentary, by the way. Uh, So 1.97 million for E.T. Uh, number seven. I don't know if you remember the game Demon Attack. It was a great game. Ooh, yes, I do.
0: Vaguely, yeah. but I do.
1: Uh, two point one million units. Okay. Uh, had really cool artwork too to sell it, but the game was actually mm-hmm. fun. It was kind of like um, like a Space Invaders, a yes. Space Invaders game where you are yep. on the bottom, you are shooting the demons above. You. Yep. Uh, number six. No surprise. This should definitely be on the top ten. I loved this game in arcade and out. Frogger. Two point two million units.
0: Classic. Absolute classic.
1: Hall of Famer. Yeah. To me, Frogger was uh, synonymous with the Atari. Like, that's where I put Frogger hmm. in my brain. Okay. Where did you go with Frogger?
0: Uh, well, we'll go with the rest of the list. I'll come back to that in case we hit mm-hmm. it, which I feel like it's going to be on the list. All right. So oh, I'm no, no, Frogger that. I love, but to say, like,
1: the Atari game? Well, no, 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 no. Fro- oh. the Frogger, like, when I think of Atari, I think of Frogger because it was one of the, one of the games I yeah. had. Uh, I wouldn't say it's the definitive Atari game, but for Frogger in the 80s, that's I gotcha. where my mind goes. No, you're right. You're right. I got gotcha. you. I go to Atari. I don't go to arcade. I don't go to anywhere mm-hmm.
0: else. I know. I understand what you're talking about now.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Number five, two and a half million units to space invaders. Wow, I would have thought that'd be a little bit more. Okay. Yeah. But again, yeah, that one was of them, that's an arc again, these were all arcade ports. So people already knew these and, games.
0: True. That's one of the ones that ported over pretty good because it really what game wasn't graphically heavy. No, it was not. So well, so. Now that I think about what that one, the 2600 wow. one, looked like. Uh, but in any event.
1: It didn't look that bad. It didn't look that bad, but no, so. considering. Uh number four, one of my personal favorites, one you completely revile, and we talk about it all the time. 2.76 million units, Missile Command.
0: Oh God, yeah. You know, I don't know why anyone wants to play that game. I love Missile Oh Command. my God. I, I don't understand.
1: Such a great game. <sighs> Is to play that nonstop. stop. Uh, number three. Now here's a big jump. So number four, two point seven six million. Okay. Number three, four point three one million. And there's no surprise here because this game was ridiculously popular in the arcade. Asteroids.
0: Okay. Yes, I can see my that.
1: my entire family. Played asteroids, like we would take turns to see who would get the highest score. Asteroids
0: yeah. is a great game. I remember when they brought that into uh, the beach club by I me. Mean, this, I'm talking about like this was like the early to mid 90s, mm-hmm. and they're bringing in asteroids. Yeah, you know, we had Street Fighter by then, but I, I remember playing a lot of
1: asteroids at that point. Asteroids was just awesome, a very yeah. simple concept yep. worked really well. All right, top two here we go. Number two, four and a half million units. One of probably. I loved playing this game, but at the same time, it was ridiculously hard and frustrating. Pitfall.
0: Number two. I would have thought that was number one. would have thought
1: number one, right? I would have
0: thought number one. Pitfall is the game that I think of. When I think of Atari, I immediately think Pitfall okay. all the time. And then, you know, the, the Tarzan uh, yell and everything like
1: that. Yep. No... Pitfall, I would have thought I would have thought Pitfall was number one too, but yeah. the one that beat it out beat it out by over three million units. I think I know which one it is, and
0: unfortunately I know why. And unfortunately, when people got home, it might not have been good. Yeah, Num- uh, number
1: one, Pac-Man. There seven we go. seven eight million <laughs> units. Again, another game that contributed to the crash, and here's why. Almost everybody who owned an Atari bought Pac-Man. Yes. And what were they met with? The ultimate beat switch. This was the worst of the worst games which, ever.
0: Which is wild because I, you know, to think yes, it's a bad version of Pac-Man. It is not the arcade version of Pac-Man, not by a long shot. Yep. But still, I would have thought people. I don't know, maybe because I was too young, like to really understand the consumer uh, mm-hmm. mindset back then, to like expect to come home and get. The arcade quality compared to all the other Atari games, which I'm not saying they're bad. Don't get me wrong, but with that being said, even as a standalone game, the flickering, the 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 nonsense noise, Mm -hmm. it's just and awful, just awful. And year, decades, decades later, you know that homebrew Pac-Man 4K Mm -hmm. that came out for the Atari 2600 improves on that game yes
1: it does still a tough one to play still terrible (laughs) uh but here just something to keep in mind about this pac-man game it was so bad that stores started canceling customers orders of the game like they wouldn't (laughs) even sell it to them we're gonna do you a favor (laughs) no 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 so many people were returning it that they just stopped selling it that's how bad it was i believe it yeah so just uh, yeah but but it goes down in the history book as the best-selling Atari game. It awesome. was terrible. As it
0: should, it's Pac-Man.
1: So, <laughs> something to throw at you, Larry. Favorite Atari Twenty Six Hundred game? If you had to pick one, honestly,
0: um, right? I when I was a kid, it's weird between then and now. When I was a kid, I remember playing Spider-Man a lot.
1: Yes, I remember that too. I mean, a
0: lot playing Spider-Man. Mm-hmm. Um, Nowadays, since I've been replaying them, I've been recollecting them. I have the Atari, uh, the Retron seventy-seven, which is their Atari twenty-six hundred, and it is phenomenal. Mm-hmm. Um, Berserk, I am. I love playing Berserk, mm-hmm. and um, you know, getting chased down by evil Otto. Yes. Um, Berserk, and I stand corrected on 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 both those actually. I mean, those games are great games, but Keystone, uh, uh, Keystone. Keystone
1: Capers. Keystone Capers.
0: I absolutely loved.
1: That's a great game. yes That is a great game.
0: So I do I apologize. I do stand correct. I love I love the other two games, but Keystone Capers is phenomenal.
1: Mm, that's fair. What's funny is that you mentioned the game that I remember playing again, I think Asteroids probably takes mm-hmm. the top spot for me, but Berserk for me yeah. was always so much fun.
0: And Berserk is one that I definitely didn't have growing up. I never played it in the arcade, and it was one of those situations where I'm watching on YouTube. pac Man QC, I love promoting his channel because he's he's amazing, mm-hmm. um, and he was talking about the history of Berserk, and I remember the song. The song Berserk was yeah. one of the songs on the Pac-Man Fever album, mm-hmm. um, which, is, if you haven't heard it, folks, oh, you gotta right. hear it before you die. Um, and then actually, it was even slightly. Um, the logo at least was sampled in the Eminem uh, song Berserk. But um, yeah, so after watching that, I'm like, I got to play this. And mm-hmm. I couldn't find it in the arcade. So I was at game on. I'm like, boom, let me get, let me pick that up. Get a copy. And it's mm-hmm. just so much of that, uh, and these are games that I'm rediscovering. And a lot of them I'm probably discovering for the first time. Either because I don't remember playing them maybe when I was a kid, or mm-hmm. I just didn't have a large library back then. My parents probably only bought me games for birthday and Christmas back then. Right. So um Wizard of War. Oh yeah. Oh mm-hmm. my God. Great game that you have to. Here's what's great about the Atari too. To play Wizard of War single player, you gotta plug the controller into the second port. Yeah. Or the right port. Yes. I wasn't even playing one, it was left and right. Um, and then uh, discovering some other games. Like I have a couple of dual-sided Atari games. They're mm-hmm. all the way over there now. Uh, I've showed it before. Literally, uh, one side's one game. You flip it over, and it's another game. Yep. One of them is a Chuck Norris game. Oh jeez. So, uh, and then like the idea to be able like to flick it in black and white versus color. Yeah.
1: You what can break out with the paddles. Oh, Breakout, Yes. Yeah,
0: that was great. Because I love those type of games. I don't. I had to have had the paddle. I'm not going to say that otherwise. I'm sure I had the paddle.
1: I. I still do. <laughs> in fact, I think I have two Atari 2600s Wow, I nowhere
0: yeah. I don't even know what happened to mine originally I just remember, I remember vividly It was like a little bit after Christmas And it was a couple days after um, And I didn't get an Atari But like my dad's I might have this a little Little screwy from memory Because, mm. and Aunt, you're going to relate to this As far as time frame Even though you didn't know me back then But my family was still living in the upstairs apartment in the house. oh wow okay yeah so we used to live up there my grandparents lived downstairs so i we were still living upstairs this is how long ago that was and i remember my dad's boss came over with his son and he just got an atari for christmas so he brought it over and hooked it up to the tv and we played and i remember like i was probably five maybe Mm-hmm. And just going like, yeah, nope, this, I want this. I don't know wh- how much longer until Christmas comes around again. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> I need Santa to bring this to me and bring it to me now. So um, I've had some fond memories of um, of Atari. Uh, Atari, you got to say, Ant, had, the system had one of the most epic explosions in video games. I mean, when when there was an explosion in an Atari video game, I mean, you better mute the television because that oh, yeah, sound no, chip were, was yeah. going to blow the speakers out of the TV. It's true. It
1: was It was something else.
0: You get that. I always think of an angry video game nerd who always talks about, like, the
1: boom
0: <laughs> and the lights and everything. It's true. It is oh, true. Oh, man. Oh, um, epilepsy. <laughs> I mean, are there any fond memories that you have of Atari?
1: Well, I mean, you know, aside from, the, like, all of the games, like, yeah. I remember um, we had the Atari hooked up. To a small black and white TV that we kept in the corner of the dining room, uh, oh. in my uh, in my uh, family house. Okay. Like we originally had it, we I think we originally had it on the uh, furniture television.
0: <laughs> yes.
1: But then um, time went on. We got the uh, once the Nintendo showed up. Okay. And the Nintendo became part of the family TV. Mm. The Atari just got relegated to the dining room. But I just remember sitting there and playing, especially in the summer, because the air conditioner was right there too. So I'd have the air conditioner blowing on me and I'm sitting in the corner here like with this little TV, little black-white TV playing my Atari. Um, again, could not switch to color mode on the Atari. No, not, not at that point. Um, but I just remember doing that. And I just remember, again, like my mom and dad also loved to play it. Mm. Um, my dad was really good at uh, Asteroids and Missile Command. <laughs> so just, yeah, just like th- those are kind of like my memories. Just. Kinda, All right. Yeah, of that. Uh, of that. I also remember the other Atari memory I have is that my uncle had the seventy-eight hundred. Okay. So I remember playing that at his at his place. I'm like, oh, I got to get this. I got to get this because I think it was backwards compatible. You know, I want to
0: say it was. But that's I why I'm that. I'm starting to feel like maybe I had a seventy-eight. And was ended up collecting twenty-six hundred games. Yeah. No, I had a twenty-six hundred. So... I definitely had a twenty-six hundred.
1: Yeah, I, but, I um, thought it was... Uh, I, I feel
0: like it might have been, because the 5200, those had the wide cartridges. It, yeah, so the 7800
1: ran almost all 2600 cartridges. So okay. It was the first... Wow, cons- yep, one of the first consoles with backward compatibility.
0: Meanwhile, here we are in 2022, we're fighting for backwards capability for a lot of Yeah, years. I
1: know, they're just they're just denying us <laughs> now, because, because they can't.
0: They, they like, absolutely nah. can't.
1: So um so yeah, so the seventy eight hundred and I remember that like because I was like, Oh cool, I gotta get seventy eight hundred because it had games twenty six hundred did not.
0: True, true. And you had like the upgrade, like you had the color version of well, that nope. that you could play. The color version of asteroids and exactly
1: and like just better
0: versions of games. I remember mm-hmm. that. Um yep. that's why I'm starting to think now
1: maybe I had a seventy eight hundred. Yeah, I never wound up getting a seventy-eight because hmm. again, by that point, the nes was already
0: out oh yeah that's the other thing i was gonna say i don't think i ever i don't think i remember owning both the atari and the nintendo at the same time and i can't even tell you what would happen to my atari i don't know if my mom threw it out if she got rid of it i know she probably had something to do with it but (laughs) um you know i just don't remember having both of them at the same
1: time yeah and now that you think about it to be honest with you i don't even know if the like i know one of the ataris i have somebody gave me because mm-hmm. he was getting rid of it and he's like i really don't want it do you want it i'm like sure yeah um the other one i don't know if it's my original one mm, i don't i don't remember um i want to say that it's not because i can't like i can't ever remember like keeping my older systems because mm-hmm. again we had hit a point and i don't even think funko land was taking ataris but i'm just no, saying oh like, no 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 when funko land came around it was like "Ooh, trade everything in trade everything up yeah but, I don't know. Yeah. So I don't know if my Atari 2600 is my original. I'm going to just lie and say that it is
0: Um, fair
1: enough or just say that it is and hope that it's true. It's just, you know, all right. I'm I'm middle-aged. I forget things.
0: (laughs) Hopefully you'll live. I have no, I
1: I have no idea what happened to my Commodore 64. I know I do not. Oh my God. Yeah. What happened? The one that, the one that I have right now, somebody also gave because they were getting rid
0: of it. No, that I remember. And you still got to go through the games, but, um, yes, I do. Or oh, like nine hundred of them. Well, but, once um...
1: I once I have a permanent place to set all this stuff up, that's when that will happen. <laughs> oh, oh well, but so it's never going to so it's never going to happen.
0: <laughs> um, yeah, you know what? That should be an episode. Just what happened? What happened? To... Because I have a Wii that just outright got up and left my
1: apartment. I yeah, lost like, a
0: video game system. Like what
1: happened to your consoles? We need no, to do so like it's... a. We need to do an episode of where we just. Yeah, because I out. can I can tell you right now, Atari, don't know what happened to it. <laughs> we'll, we'll interview your parents, and they'll be like, you were screaming for something else, so we threw it out. <laughs> oh, <laughs> no, my mother would like, absolutely,
0: well, and I know, she, uh, and hopefully she's listening. She would have totally been like, oh, you bought a Nintendo, so what do you need an Atari for? Because I remember her vividly when I got a Super Nintendo. She was mm-hmm. like, good, you can sell your Nintendo games. I'm like, but ma, they're different. She's like, you have a newer system. You don't need the old system. And I sold a lot of my Nintendo games when I got a Super Nintendo. See?
1: And now, and look at you buying them all back now.
0: <laughs> yeah, I blame Oh my god, do I blame her? She hates that. But <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's a combination of her and Sandy. My mother and Hurricane Sandy are
1: responsible for me <laughs> getting my all my all yeah, my video see, game systems back. I can't blame anybody for it. But uh, again, my defense though, I I learned at a certain age to just keep everything.
0: I, yeah, I didn't have a choice. Yeah. So <laughs> Yeah. But uh but nevertheless, happy birthday Atari, I mean, fifty. Good lord, you don't look a day over forty. Yes, well,
1: and you know, and now we're talking about Atari in twenty twenty two, where they released the Atari VCS, yes. which some people have.
0: I do have um, it. I don't think I've turned it yeah. on in a while, admittedly, no. but I do love it.
1: But now, also celebrating the fiftieth anniversary, they released uh, Atari Mania. They will on be, the yep. Nintendo Switch. I, I can't I wait it, for that. Actually, I thought it, I thought it comes out this week.
0: Out oh, does it? Out? I don't think. I don't know. Yeah, I, I thought it was. was I, I thought it was. This we week, talked but, about it last week.
1: Yeah, Atari and I watched v, uh, the trailer. Hold on one second. Yeah. Uh, I just want, 2022. <laughs> I feel like you, August, maybe. Is it August? Okay.
0: I don't know. I'm guessing at this point.
1: Oh, okay. Um, well,
0: while you're looking that up, I do want yes. to mention the Atari VCS because the Atari does live on. And I know every actually, I don't know why people give crap on the Atari VCS this summer. Of, okay. The summer. Because a lot of people actually praise the Atari VCS, granted, for a, a, using it as a pc as opposed to an atari system right it's an amazing pc into itself you can play stadia you can play luna amazon luna uh xbox game pass you can actually play those on the vcs so if you you know if you have like another house or a large enough apartment you just put the Mm -hmm. vcs in another room and you can play those games with that being said though i use it uh for the antstream arcade which is a great website to play, it's oh. a subscription-based website that mm-hmm. has a crap ton of old games from like the Amiga to the NES nice. and Super NES, uh, and and arcade games. Even though it's streaming, it works perfectly. They do tournaments, they do challenge modes. I'm t- it's really worth into looking into. Okay. Um, the Atari VCS has a dedicated app for it. I think it's the only home system that does. Okay. So that's what I was using that for. Um, Of course, downloading like Atari games. Just, you know, cool to have with the controller and everything. Mm -hmm. Um, So I do love the Atari VCS and some of the, uh, what do they call them? Uh, They've been putting, Atari's been putting out like remixed versions of a lot of their arcade games. I can't, what are they called? They're not called remastered. They're called like re something or other. Uh, Missile Command Recharged.
1: Recharge. It's a recharge
0: series. Oh uh, uh, yes. Missile Command, Asteroid, Black Widow, which I've never played before. That's an awesome game. Mm, okay. Um. Uh. And a couple others. Uh. And they have some exclusives on the Atari VCS, like exclusive levels for those games on the VCS. And they're like less than ten bucks. So. That's not bad. Yeah. So like the Trust me. Like the nostalgia factor is there. Not enough to purchase it right now, unless you know what you're doing with PCs. Then go ahead and buy VCS. Mm-hmm. But. I, I just the niche of it I like. Um remember over the I mean over the years we've gotten Atari compilations on every almost every video game system. Yep. Xbox, PlayStation. You know, th- those I I bought them every time.
1: Yeah, I fantastic. did I, I bought them for the Xbox because we said we were going to play them. Oh, that's it. Oh, no, not just mean, those.
0: Everything. But yeah. you're right, there was those volumes 1 through the 3. Volume, yep. I'm talking about even the older ones, you know oh, what I yeah. mean? Yeah, All they've the always. So Atari has yeah. always been there and um you know it's it's hard to fathom it's weird it's hard to fathom in 2022 a lot of these games like there is no chance in hell i'm ever gonna go and play raiders of the lost ark on atari because (laughs) it's like one of the most wicked games to play yes it is and like you need like three controllers and like four people
1: what about custer's revenge
0: (laughs) (laughs) that i would love to play on a whole totally different level now that i know what it's all about um but yeah like I, let's talk about like, the the porno games on them there were some adult games on them because again everyone was making stuff yes uh, and it came in those like velvet cases yes um which i've only seen twice in person i think um mm. so yeah so the the lineage lives on with atari with the vcs today with the atari collections atari mania 50 years i mean honestly i, I don't know where they can go wrong unless it's pac-man
1: Well, basically, Pac-Man and (laughs) ET. Like, when are we going to get like ET recharged, where they actually make a decent game? Oh my God! Imagine! I think there's only one other ET game ever made. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Well, and the other thing is, you'd have to go to uh, you'd have to go to Spielberg to get it right, so that's never going to happen.
0: It's like in the Angry Video Game Nerd movie they made ET two, and it was EE E-T-T or something like they spelt oh, it in a way that they were able to get away Well let's
1: it. face it Spielberg, Spielberg games just we can just leave them by the wayside. E-T, Jaws I uh, love
0: yeah. Jaws. Don't knock Jaws No no
1: no I play Jaws all the time but let's face it it's not exactly a great game and it's it's based off the worst Jaws movie.
0: That is true Jaws Fall, yeah. I had to explain that to the Kittner boy when he was signing it <laughs> Yes. I'm like I'm like I'm not gonna sit here and explain how the how the video game industry yeah. works, pal. Just sign my cartridge and let's have a day.
1: Yeah, exactly. <laughs> sign this so I can just move on.
0: <laughs> so uh yeah, so happy birthday, Atari. Uh some great facts that you mentioned. I love the eight the eight track part of yep. it. And mm-hmm. so many other companies responsible because of Atari. So Yeah. Activision,
1: cool. Steve Jobs and Wozniak, Apple. I mean oh, we, awesome. you got so much. Hiring Bill Gates. Firing Bill Gates I love that one that was yes, good one
0: so all right well, hey so much for a short episode so hey,
1: we talked to
0: we did actually this was actually a good one i like this
1: yeah i, enjoy, so, I enjoyed this too it's nice when we uh, leave nintendo behind for a little while
0: a little bit a little bit yeah as soon as we're done, I'm going to probably go back and pick up Axiom Verge 2 again. I'm, I'm obsessed. Well,
1: I'm sure you are. I have a, I have a fractured butthole to play. <laughs> <laughs> oh, gagoosh All right. And where can they find us? Uh, you can find us on Facebook.com slash podcast, on Instagram at RetroGamersPodcast on Twitter at RetroGamersPod. You can listen to us wherever you listen to podcasts. You can watch us on YouTube, or you can email us at email at theretrogamers.com.
0: Yes, and don't forget, coming up this August, if you're in the New York area, August 12th to the 14th, the Long Island Retro Gaming Expo is back after two years because of some stupid thing happening in the world. Uh, Back at the Cradle of Aviation Museum. Um, Tickets on sale now, liretro.com. The Retro Gamers will be there in some way, shape, or form. And uh in fact um they're doing some tournaments uh during the weekend and uh we are um sponsoring uh
1: one of the tournaments. We are and if I could remember which one I would tell you but now I remember it is Tetris. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> I needed a
0: minute. I needed a minute. We're sponsoring the Tetris tournament. So if you're there, sign up for the Tetris tournament. Have fun. Yes. Have a good time. um, Enjoy it. See us as well. So, yeah. So, uh, again, pick up your tickets. LIretro.com. And with that, Ant, enjoy your week.
1: You enjoy your week as well. And uh, next week, we will be uh, celebrating Independence Day. Yes. Thank goodness. I love it. Independence Week. Yes.
0: And, folks, we will catch you everywhere next week on the Retro Gamers Podcast.